When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, fellow gold-digging basketball fans. I'm not labeling anyone. I'm just pointing out that the Denver Nuggets are named after the gold nuggets. History tells us that the gold diggers were digging out the precious metal from Colorado mountains and panning out of Colorado rivers back in the day. With that being explained, welcome to the first episode of the updated and improved Serbian Corner. You are used to us using the old Serbian Corner segments, but since the DNVR Serbian trip already happened and it was a huge success, it is time to move into the next chapter with completely new segments that will show you how a Serbian that has never been to Colorado, that would be me, views the rectangle state on the Rocky Mountains. You can also expect some nuggets and general NBA trivia games and much, much more. Well, maybe not much more, but slightly more, I guess. <laughs> okay, my name is Miroslav, and I'm joined, as always, by Voya. What up, Voya? Hey, how's it going, man? Good, I'm excited. I'm excited for this new new thing. I also updated my Twitter handle, too, so at least that's my contribution right. to the updated Serbian corner. <laughs> uh, Voya, Completely Voya, renewed. How was, how was how was Nugget Serbia? Couple it, it was of great. Ago. We finished we finished the NBA season preview. We had Nuggets division and and Pacific division. Uh, the kind of news kind of uh, was good good for us every week. Right before we talk about a certain team, something new happened. So like the first week was Boston. It was the Doka thing. This week was the Draymond thing. Thank uh, you, and, Draymond. And some Phoenix Thank you. And stuff. So yeah, it was a lot of like it was at least like we we covered him as the news was going on. So it was really fun. Uh, for Serbian people, check it out uh, on the Nugget Serbia channel. It was pretty fun to do like three thirty teams, all main stuff. And the next week we'll do just completely Serbian. Uh, it was just completely Nuggets uh, Nuggets show. Our guy yeah. uh, Ice Cave guy said that we already had uh, really big incidents in both the finalist teams from last season. So now we're waiting for for the for the conference finals teams as well. <laughs> So oh, they can yeah. they can just clear the path for to Denver Nuggets yep, with their exactly. scandals. <laughs> okay, let's start with the first new segment, which is called the Mile High Positivity. It is a segment about what we were the most high or optimistic about last week. When I say we were the most high, I'm not saying marijuana because it's not legal either in Serbia or in Nebraska, right? (laughs) So it's just a figure of speech. Okay. (laughs) My mile-high positivity of the week will be Michael Porter staying his efficient self despite not playing smart team basketball and uh, settling for bad contested shots. I know it sounds ironic to say this is a positive thing, but I really think Michael being his usual self and not improving on defense or read and react basketball still might help the Nuggets winning a lot, even if that means uh, him not being a part of closing lineups. He scored 
20 points versus Chicago on 59% true shooting and 12 points in like 15 minutes on 86% true shooting. And few <laughs> people thought he actually played well. So he was kind of a, you know, a mess on both sides of the court, but you, you still cannot deny the, the, uh, the positivity of, of him being on court. I mean, all, all kidding aside, he's, he's uh, missed so much time and I don't think it was, it was really, really uh, logical to expect him to improve vastly in any uh, uh, kind of team offense or team defense since he wasn't uh, training for, for so, many, so much time and these are his first games. So hopefully we will see strides in in that uh, department as well. But for now on, I'm I'm completely satisfied with this level of play from Michael Porter. What do you think? Yeah, it's crazy that I mean, when you talk about a back injury, you would think that's more drastic than than a knee or, or or any any other injury. But he came back. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like he's I'm surprised that he's the same. That's we would we were expecting. Even though they were saying to us, yeah, he's basically back to where he was as soon as the surgery was done. You're like, well, I don't, I mean, it's still the back injury. So that was pretty awesome. Um, I, I mean, I liked what I saw. It's not, I can't deny it. It's just, especially in the second game, it's always, and that's a little bit of a tricky, like it is positive, but it's also, it sucks that every time he plays well is without Jokic and it kind of is telling right now. And, you know, his shot is just heaven. Like it's incredible. You see that jumper and like you've, Again, he hasn't played in a while, so we forget how good, how good of that jumper is. Uh, and honestly, I liked when in the beginning of the game, like his defense, I, he was staying in front of people. No one was scoring over him. He was one of those guys, like ironically, like the, probably the weakest defender on the court of those like outside guys. And he was still staying in front of guys, and then people were shooting over him, but none of those shots were going in, which was awesome. And then later, I kind of honestly, I, I stay away from these preseason games a little bit. I, I watch him like kind of half-assed because I don't want to draw like too many conclusions, both positive or negative, from these games because it's still preseason and and they know it and so they act act like it's preseason. But you're right. It's his jumper is awesome and I, that's what I, that's what I wanted to see. As far as other stuff, it was. I mean, it's you. You know, he didn't play the whole season and you can't improve team defense on su- it's in summer. So I, I wanted to see just that he's active on on one-on-one defense. And then I just you know we just need him to get minutes and and keep playing and and getting used to the team dynamic and that's something we can talk about later maybe in the negatives of the defensive struggles and just as a team but that's obviously honestly also that's a given since no you know as these guys haven't played together and the communication is different and now Jokic wasn't playing and it's all that stuff so I'm I'm excited to see him play again um, it was again I'm I'm, I'm I like I like shooters so. It's nothing odd for me to say that I love watching him shoot, but obviously other stuff maybe give me some headaches sometimes. But yesterday was pretty, pretty great because again there was no Jokic there to maybe roll his eyes at him, uh, kind of you know scoff or like you know so just the style of it is more outside oriented. So he would they would run plays for him and he would come off screens and something that they could really do in general. They try honestly it was funny trying DeAndre Jordan off that a uh, high. Uh, High post like handoffs and trying to pass inside it was it was really funny to see him like try to emulate Jokic, which is like not something DeAndre Jordan was is known for. So, 
Yeah, this is this is this is Michael's age 24 season. I mean, I know he hasn't been playing for too many games in his NBA career, but he is almost a foreign player right now. And I don't think there is I, I don't know how much you can you can completely uh, reinvent him as a basketball player and make him into something he's not. I mean, I I think they need to to keep trying to integrate him in the in the read and react basketball with the starters but on the other hand you can give him a lot of minutes with the bench unit and just let him cook because especially against the 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 opponent the bench units he can just uh, burn them in in every situation and if he gets like 10 points with the starters and 15 points with the bench unit every time we have a 25 point per game scorer and that's that's really what you need to get from Michael Porter. So I I think we're still on the right track and uh, and hopefully hopefully it will get even better than that. Okay, let's see yeah. your mile high positivity for this week. Well, mine mine is uh, as as usual it's it's in the minutia. So uh I have another number 11 that I love on this team because <laughs> Monte left a big hole in my heart and and we'll talk a little bit later why uh why I think it's even a hole on the court. But uh, there's Bruce. The Bruce Brown took his number, and I was really like, Ugh, "We could does, did it have to be 11 right now?" But I love it. Um, as I as I as I often say, I love versatility. I love a, you know players that can adapt to certain situations, and he he seems so far. I mean, obviously we know we had he had you know he had a career in Brooklyn, so we know he's adaptable to different positions. I find it fascinating a little bit that he is also um, you know he's basically a secondary playmaker or first playmaker in the second unit with bones isn't what obviously isn't what Monte is. So none of none of neither of them are what Monte was like a floor general type of point guard. That's going to organize people and everything's going to go from him. And he's that high IQ pick and roll player. Bones is, we know what he is. He can score a bunch and he showed yesterday. So what Bruce Brown is now filling that role is of that, you know, sharing the duties of, organizing around and like being actually you know bringing the ball up dribbling um and and it's really fascinating just to see the the switch from what he was doing in brooklyn uh most often and he, we know we know he goes from one to five so that's that's awesome that and then the you know the shots that he's taking from the three-point line aren't it reminds me like it was just yesterday it was like a weird vibe to me um about what like how kalinich was in the Eurobasket, just like he would just shoot the, the, you know the the best possible shots and that's how Bruce Brown was looking these few games when he was making them it was just like okay I'm just gonna take this when it makes sense I'm not gonna dribble iso step backs or anything like this okay if I can't get through past the guy I'm gonna pass it let's reset it go back from where we were um the good you know that, that's the, obviously the great thing and I, I again like defensively I want to see you know I want to see him use more and honestly offensively when Jokic gets back in during the season I hope he Hope he plays like so far we've seen Malone do the hockey again, hockey subs again, and I really, I really hope we won't see another season of just bench bench starters. Like, because what? Why would you get Bruce Brown and why would you get uh, KCP and you have Michael Porter if you're just going to keep the same two lineups just interchangeably? Like Matt, you know, try to give him some more like stuff. Like we know that he can do a lot more than just dribble, you know, dribble over the half court, give it to Bones. And then like set up some guys and and then shoot when he's open. Like he could, 
he can give you a little more interesting things. So I really hope, honestly, I'm not, I'm not really optimistic that Malone will do any of that stuff because I've been, you know, I've been looking forward to that for years. And even when we had a deep team, we weren't doing any of that. And let's say this year, first time he has like these type of versatile players, so he will play. But I really hope so because otherwise you're just there's. I mean, you you're using him like up to maybe like fifty or sixty percent of his potential if you're just using him for what he's used right now, even though I love what I see. Um, and again, you said Michael Porter, if he does, doesn't close games, I would really hope to see like Bruce Brown close, close the game, see how he fares um, in those like, you know, him and Gordon cutting on baselines and like reading, reading, reacting off there. Cause he can definitely like baseline cut, dish it off to Gordon for a dunk. I can see it in my head. Like I can picture that, that like play development. So, that's I, I love. I mean, I love what I see so far. What do you What do you think about him? What's your overall impression? We'll have a uh, a fan question later on, describing uh, every every Nuggets player as as a player that's uh, uh, most Serbian or least Serbian. And I would say that Bruce Brown is among the most Serbian players on the on the Nuggets team, meaning that he's really a, a multi-positional player that can play anything from one to four and I guess guard everything from one to five. And that's really exciting to, to me. And I know he he's not playing a lot of minutes with the starters right now by design. And I actually think it's not a bad idea to do that in preseason. Uh, keep it really simple. Let's try to, yeah. to see some basic lineups in the preseason and then add wrinkles as the, as the game uh, go by. Hopefully they'll not lose like four out of first five games trying to add those wrinkles <laughs> hopefully they'll do do it sooner than that but uh, uh, we'll talk about the injuries later later on the show but actually before the bulls game i was thinking that it it might have been good to see the nuggets play without nicola so michael malone would be forced into staggering of the starters so we get to see jamal or mpj with the bench but no, <laughs> it was just the Andrew Jordan in in his place with the starters in the first quarter, and then Zeke Naji in the third quarter. At least we got to see both of those looks, which yeah. is not nothing. Okay, we got to see something, but I really was hoping to see like Porter with four bench guys, or yeah, but like, also Je- like Jeff Green back with the starters because we said last week I yeah. talked about that he was really. He knew how to take advantage. Of course, yesterday without Jokic, like Jeff Green is not for this. Yeah, you know, he's not going to be used as as well when you know when he's not with Jokic on the court. So that that part's fine. But just in general, I just hope they. I know it's it's kind of always tricky talking about this because again, we 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 talk about from sometimes from the like the European Euroleague uh, standpoint of hey, we can because every game is important. You kind of go by the feel. You don't go with the strict rotation. Obviously, in the NBA, you kind of have to. Because this the number of minutes guys play, and then you know it's just a marathon in that case. But I still wish, like I, you know, I, I, we will see something different than just five out, five in, and a little bit of stagger overlap, and and that's it. Like it, it's everyone. I mean, it's it's not an accident. Everyone was praising the Bruce Brown signing and was salivating over the possibility with Jokic. It would be a shame if we don't see it. Uh, it really, it really would. Because again, like yes, you have KCP that. That right now everything looks like basically the same. Instead of Gary Harris is KCP and the style of play is the same. 
and I, I really want to, we have a deep enough roster to do some different things. So I hope, hope I actually get to see it. And if not, that's the, that's the thing is if not, and we don't do well this season, then, then the questions are starting to, you know, for Malone to get, you know, posed by, by maybe, you know, the, the higher ups of like, Hey, we got everything we could like, what's, what's going on. So uh, otherwise, I, but yeah, I, the, the, the bottom line is number 11 again in my heart. So that's, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, I guess we all seen uh, that KCP's shots were not uh, going in into these, in these two preseason games, but outside of that, did you see anything extra from him comparing to Gary, except for those, you know, extra two inches he has on, on Gary from, from, KCP. from KCP. Well, no, but that's the thing is like, are they even asking him to do anything more? And, and that's the things like we, maybe with those stars, we don't need to. And maybe that's good also that he's not because we've seen things in Washington that like he can get the ball and, you know, maybe try solo and stuff. It is, I, I wish I, I wish I would say maybe that's the, what you're talking about in the preseason. It's still starting. So let's just get the basics down. And then we can start experimenting with you and Jokic dribble handoffs and, and pick and rolls like Gary was doing. And then he going to the basket because not a lot, there's a lot of mouths to feed in that starting unit. And even like Gordon's kind of just like a off the side guy. Like, you know, he, when he scores, when he, when he, you know, when, when he's like the guy that's finishing the play. So I, I, it's, I mean, it's not surprising again, because they're so new and even the, you know, defense is, is lacking because of that. I think because the newness and you know communication. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like it does feel all, all familiar. And at, at some point, you got to ask, like, what's the you know is it is it the players that are coming in? We, we we change these players out, and they all it's always always looks pretty much the same. Uh, what needs to change? Is uh, it the players or the system? Yeah, exactly. And it's just. We'll, we'll see again. This is just pretty. I'm not. That's why I'm not drawing any like big conclusions. It's just so far what we've seen is is pretty similar to when Gary was here. Again, if KCP is that good of a defender on ball like Gary was, and he can make shots that Gary used to make, like that's enough. You pay. That's what you pay him for. But it, it would be a shame because they have potential to do more than just that. And if you don't use them, they just stagnate, and then all that stuff that they used to have might get lost a little bit in in the in the whole like uh, jumble. So. Yeah, but overall, Bruce Brown, like I've, that's my mile high positivity. Just also from my from the number eleven standpoint, and then also that he actually is. I wasn't expecting him to actually um, handle the ball and and be that secondary playmaker in the second unit because there was, you know, Devon Reed from last year and Bones and and then him. Like it's an interesting trio. Like I really I really enjoy it. You Boy, by, <laughs> by the way, the second unit looked in these two games. Uh, we're, we're just going to miss the old number 11, Monty Morris. Yeah. Yeah, that was, <laughs> you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, I, I'm, I'm actually pretty pretty happy with what I saw from Ir Smith. He, he, is, he is quite uh, dynamic and uh, he, he believes in himself when he's playing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and he's controlled to, yeah. like, like we, we spoke last week. So I'm, I'm really content that he is uh, the, the third option. On the point guard this season, it's just that you know Bones is such a wild card. Uh, he is such a dynamic scorer, but also he can he can go into these uh, series of mistakes on defense and also on, on offense as well if the shot is not going in. So hopefully we'll see. It's not a big surprise 
that uh, that uh, uh, the second unit is struggling with uh, with the creation because we've lost Monte, we've lost Mar Barton, we've lost Faku, and we got players that are not primary ball handlers. So it makes sense. So this is why, please, Michael Malone, please stagger, <laughs> please, we we <laughs> we plead you. Okay, let's now go to the second segment for for this show, and it is called meeting a mountain lion on your front porch. <laughs> so this is this is the thing I I believe people in Colorado are scared the most of. Well, if you meet a have to tell us, yeah. your front porch, I guess that's pretty scary. So this is a segment about what we were the most scared of or that made us the most pessimistic last week. And I thought my mountain lion uh, meeting uh, um, for for this week would be Nikola Jokic's, you know, wrist injury and Jamal's lower body or however the Nuggets medical stuff called it. But my real mountain lion meeting at the front porch is actually the horrific defense we've seen so far. Nobody is successfully guarding neither perimeter nor the paint. OKC's G League squad dropped 112 points on them with Trey Mann and Aaron Wiggins and one of the Jalen Williamses. They were all unstoppable. So maybe it shouldn't be a surprise a real NBA team from Chicago scored so easily. And this is mostly about the the, the starters. And we we've had that uh, comment from from Ray. So doesn't feel like peak effort from starters on either end. And I agree, the starters really failed to show us the new uh, rebuilded defense they're supposed to show us. And I I can honestly I cannot say much about defense of the second unit because. The offense of those guys was so so scattered. I I just couldn't concentrate on both sides of the of the court. At least not for now. What do you think about uh, about this defense? Do, do you think I'm I'm panicking too 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 early, or are there some uh, uh, let's say systematic problems you 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 already see that it's uh, not letting them play better defense? Well, the yeah, yesterday was. I mean, yesterday you didn't have Nicola, and that's that's usually we've seen that over over the yeah, years. The that, worst defensive center in the league. Yeah, yeah, as, like the as some yeah, will say <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and that, that we, and that's that's the irony of it. We've seen it when he doesn't play that they are actually worse, especially I mean because it's not it's not boogie there that it was last year. So you're like, okay, there's a little bit of at least like some movement. Like Dandre is not, he's not supposed to be a starter and especially when then you introduce him and KCP and Murray and Porter off of injuries it's completely like just they don't they're not used to each other like it defense takes time and and you can't just flip it like Toronto can have a good defense when they have like their main guys for three years now and some you know some of these some of these teams and it's not and you're just not introducing a, a schematic that's like you know revolutionary so everyone is like thrown off it's just KCP is new. He has to get used to as a guy from the perimeter. He has to get used to what Murray can do, what Michael Porter can or can't do, what he can. Um, I talked about it just in Nugget, you know, the Nugget Serbia thing, just just that about just KCP, including let's say Jokic is still there. Just knowing also what Jokic can do and his like fat, you know, for example, his fast can, hands 
and the fact that he can like step up and it's not you don't have to like overhelp or the fact that like Michael Porter is an own bad defender maybe you overhelp or in the case maybe you underhelp because you think like oh you expect your guy in the back to like read everything as you do and so that commu- you know that's why he mentioned in, in one of the pressers like communication right now just to communicate on defense because again they're not as familiar as when they were you know as even when Barton and, and Monte were playing like even though maybe they're not the greatest defenders, they at least like know each other, know what they can do, and how to communicate. And so it would, it, it can you know bump up the quality uh, as a team defense. So in this case, that's why I think like that. What KCP said, communication is important, just uh, to get used to what each person knows and how how to position yourself, how to how to help certain players, and like, hey, I know this, I know Murray's like, you know, bad against this type of defender. So if he's playing against whatever Fox, let's say. I know I could help. I need to help out a little bit more on this side or that side. Or if he's playing against a bigger guard, he, you know, he's good. I don't have to help out as much. So those kind of details, like they're they're not going to be solved like in training camp that easily. That's just again playing. So I don't know if it's like panicking. It sucks. Like you would hope that it would click. Like oh, let's go. But if you remember when Gordon came in, uh, everyone else was there around him for so long. Like that's it clicked immediately. But because again, everyone all four were were good. This is especially against Chicago introducing three, two new guys and then two guys off of injuries into the starting lineup. So it's that's I think just if you don't you know and again is communication maybe like some mistrust sometimes like you don't know them so you don't trust them completely yet to help you or like to, to for you to help them in certain situations so uh, I think that's that's the case second unit is for now it is what it is we'll see I think they have the potential it's again it's just they're completely new so Devon yeah Devon Reed Bruce Brown Bones Bones hasn't been a situation to defend you know, the primary ball or secondary you know ball handler Bruce Brown is new again um, and so yeah, we'll we'll see. It's it's definitely interesting and it it is defeating. But again, Ray was might be on point there. Just like the the effort isn't there because it's preseason and they're a veteran team. It's one of those maybe like trade backs of like everyone was saying how good the vibe was and it was like a feel of a veteran team in the training camp. Well, the trade trade off maybe that they know it be they know it's preseason because they're so veteran. So they're like, well, you know, screw it. Like we don't have to we don't have to try that hard. <laughs> I'm a bit scared of the fact that they they really are a veteran team, and veteran team also knows that the season is really really long, and 82 games is a lot of games, so they can screw around a bit during the regular season as well. But we'll see. That that's one of the the questions we'll we'll save for the for the next yeah. segment. Uh, so basically, you have those two units, ten guys in total. One suck on defense, the other one suck on offense. So if they could just mash that again, yeah. <laughs> Michael Malone tried to find yeah, some yeah. some mashing there. Also, we we've got the the question from Ray about adding different configurations of bench units, like yes. with more Zeke, Vladko, yes. Davon, Christian, ish. Yeah, especially Zeke and Vladko for me. I mean, Davon's already there, but uh, I would I would love to see Vladko more. Like he came in yesterday, and he just just not make many mistakes and it's just annoying because it's probably it's like the potential or whatever he's not playing because like he that's his what what you get what you see is what you get with him and there's no like potential upside or whatever the the, the you know the bull is um but still he still just does make too many mistakes so i would want to see him especially if you're going to rest a little bit of jeff green over the season because you can 
put Vodko in, Zeke instead of DeAndre Jordan, which might happen sooner or later. Um, I would I would love love to see it for sure. Yeah, we've we've spoken speaking only about the the bench unit. I mean, it's really hard when you have both DeAndre Jordan and, for instance, Christian Brown, because Christian Brown will not try to to create anything because you know he's. He's, he shouldn't. He, yeah. He, he, yeah, he he shouldn't. Just like Andrew Jordan shouldn't try to do anything, and he was trying some stuff last night. He had like four turnovers because he was trying to. I did. I mean, they gave him to play of what, what Jokic plays. Like he tried backdoor cuts and backdoor yeah, passes right. and stuff. And, well, that's what you're gonna do. That's a, that's their offense. Like they, you yeah. know, they, they, he didn't do it on him on his own. They probably asked him to run these sets because if they had to change the playbook completely when Jokic is out. Then that also is another can of worms there too. So, I, I, just, I also it is, I also thought it was cute. <laughs> yeah, it is. Else, <laughs> it was cute. Okay, now we are moving to the next segment, and I was really proud of this segment, but I think I will have to change it a bit in the future. The name of the segment is "Fun Question of the Week." Every week, we'll tweet out the call for the fan question of the week, and we will pick only one among them to answer and also give special props to the author. So ask away and make it good. Problem is... It it sounds like it's fun, right? (laughs) Problem is too many good questions. Oh, okay. We have some really, really great guys asking questions, and I I just couldn't have have, uh, uh, picked one. So what I did, I picked four for this week. And we'll try to run... Uh, rather fast through them. So the first question comes from the OG Michael Shields. What is the biggest team challenge that the Nuggets must overcome to maximize their chances in the playoffs? For example, letting teams back in the game after being up 20 plus. I will I will uh, start with this one. I was thinking just about this uh, this example of uh, giving giving up uh, huge leads. And it's really an important thing, especially this season, because you have two guys recovering from injury or recovering from, from uh, you know, the, the rehabilitation. So you really need as many fourth quarters of not playing your starters as you can, because that counts almost like a half a game off for these guys. So it is, it is a really, really uh, big, uh, big point of emphasis for them that it should be the, the the second thing i was thinking about is just uh, the the importance of of integrating the new players as fast as possible now that's easier said than done but if they want to to start with a with a hot start they will just need to to i guess keep it simple enough to be to be able to to integrate uh, all of the new guys as fast as possible and then Build on that. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a. That's a good. Like gen- general. I mean, as a team, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, that's a. I, I, yeah, it's a championship trade. Like you can't let let teams back in and and mess around like that again, just because you're building bad habits. And that's, I think, for me, that's the the main one is just not picking up. They're not young anymore, and that it, it was like ah, it's, you know, twenty seventeen, eighteen. Like are you, you know, they mess around. They like get back to it. They're plucky. They're I mean that's that's not it anymore. Like they can't they can't allow themselves to to be that way. Um, I don't know if that they will. Maybe that because again it maybe starts from Jokic and he's not the guy to 
to to like step on people's throat. We talked about it so many times, but maybe this season it changes. Like he's also older, he's more experienced. Uh, so I would my my biggest challenge is is um, to to take it well to take the season seriously. Um, not to because exp- again it, it's not a given to like just get to the playoffs like. Clippers were kind of like, oh, last year even like they had injuries and stuff. Like, oh, cool, we're in the play-in. Like, we don't have to try hard to go over and then don't make the playoffs. Um, you know, that's maybe like, you know, that's one example. So I would say take a little bit seriously and like, you know, try to like build those good habits like every month. Like something, you know, if if that's what the coaching staff like, hey, we're, this month we're building on this, you know, transition defense. Like, let's make an emphasis and this month this and you know, in the meantime, like we watch film. So I would want us to have them like actually build a season in that stupid cliche from the NFL when they all say like the champions are built in, in August, like when they talk about their or September with their uh, training camps and, and summer. So like I would want them to see like be serious throughout the season. Whoever plays like that's that's always Jokic's mentality anyway. And then the Malone's like if Jack White needs to play some minutes, like doesn't matter. Treat him as he like he would play in the in the playoff rotation. And hold them accountable the same way, and and go from there and build. So that that's my biggest. I think that's the biggest challenge because it's easy with this deep deep roster and everyone's back. Like everyone's kind of already written them in as the top four team in the West. Like you have to still learn it. Like it, you know, that's why you play the game. So that's my. Biggest I'm, not, I'm not sure everybody is penciling him them uh, in top four uh, seeds in the West. I'm I'm pretty sure we are, but outside of Denver and I guess Serbia. Uh, it it might be a bit of a different story. I even saw some some lists with with Memphis uh, in front of them and and so on. So we'll see we'll see how it pans out. Okay, next question. Next question comes comes from Jacob Rogero or Jacob Rogero. I'm not sure. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing mispronouncing your name. I think it's Jacob. I would say Jacob. Yeah. So also also a homie of our. What is the best lineup for the Nuggets bench? So, so let's let's keep all the starters out. What would sure. be the best combination of five guys on the bench? Start, start. You can start with that. Ooh, let's see. I mean, I did I did like say good things about Lotko, but again, if Jeff Green is Jeff Green is still ahead of him there, I, th- I would put Zeke at five, Jeff at four, Devon um, and and Bruce and Bones. Like that's. For now, as far as I can see it, so we'll see during the season. Maybe there's some different, but so far, I agree with your five. The only thing I might change, and that's something to be seen. It's not. It's not something we can know right now. Maybe, maybe sprinkle a bit of Ish Smith instead of Davon Reed, just to have more creation among the five guys. Yeah. The defense would, of course, uh, be worse with that. With that uh, five, but uh, on the other hand, you know, good offense helps you on defense, and hopefully, you know, if they would have more converted uh, uh, possessions uh, with the second unit, that that might help on both sides of the court. That's okay. A good, that was, that's a good segue for the next question. Yeah, and the next question comes from Zeke Naji Stan. How far into the season will it be until the bench unit changes from what it is now? I'm putting the over-under at 14.5 games. I just don't know if Bones can consistently 
be the main facilitator and scorer with that group yet. I see Ish and Zeke coming to the second unit soon. Yeah, I guess we agree with those. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the over-under is games. Like, what do you think? How long it'll take? I, I'm I'm gonna cop out here and say if the Nuggets are one and four, then it will be you know five games in. <laughs> but if they're for any reason, you know, and it, it's a realistic. Uh, thing if they have a hot start i don't see malone changing anything well yeah i mean if the starters are good enough to compensate even for a a not optimal bench unit he will not change it at all i mean we know that from from the seven seasons we've seen michael malone as the head coach of the nuggets and to tell you the truth when something is working don't fix it even though you see some of the parts of it are not really working if the if the whole ensemble is uh, producing results, I guess there is some logic to that. What do you think? Zero games because Mario will not start the season. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's that's very radical. Oh, because uh, <laughs> then Bones would have to go in the starters, I guess. Or, um, well, it's assuming everyone's healthy and was playing. Uh, let's see, four and a half. Uh, I'd go over if it needs to change because even if we're still losing, I think he'll give it a shot. And and well, that's that's also the thing is what what means changing the configuration during the games. I can see it happening, like in the preseason game uh, against OKC, then Malone switches up, not just like necessarily benching Bones, just adding Ishmael. What you said, maybe but you know for Devon Reed, if the defense is not good anyway, might as well try it. Uh, and and I could see like also if they're switching on some stuff, foul troubles, like all that. But as as like considerably like, hey, this is hose coming out of the uh coming from the bench, like immediately it's Bones, Bruce, and Ish. That that's maybe like over over those uh fourteen and a half games. So that's my thing. Like it, it'll be it'll be disappointing if Bones just completely can't handle it. I rather I wouldn't mind if he's well it, it's, there's like a few scenarios too. So like it just it's complex. Um so if Bones is just scoring but like the facilitation is not happening. And then, then you know, he's scoring, but the unit is overall negative. So then you need another just to, you know, help him out with, like, setting up everything. If he's not even scoring in, facilitating, that's, like, a complete overhaul or, like, a completely have to ask some questions. And then just in general, like, if other players are not stepping up, uh, if Bruce Brown isn't, you know, getting in that, you know, getting in that feel of, like, he's a facilitator as well. Then you have Ishmael maybe, and then you release Bruce Brown from that, put him in like a high, you know higher positions. Uh, so there's there's you know a couple of those, you know, a few of those scenarios. So I would see after 15 games, like I I suspect him to come out strong of the season. I, I believe because we weren't good last season in the uh, in the preseason as much. Like we allowed yeah. a bunch of stuff to Golden State. Like we wasn't the like Sacramento, I think, and then we opened the season beat beat uh, the best team in the league pretty easily in Phoenix and pretty decent off with defense, I think. So it's, again, it's preseason. So I want to wait and see what happens. Okay. Before we move to the last uh, fan question of the week, I want to ask you if you would have to choose a single Serbian basketball player, current Serbian basketball player, that is the most freak athlete of them all, (laughs) which one would it be? Freak athlete. Yeah. That's hard. It's tough. It's hard. 
it's really hard. It's really hard. It is. I mean, because I've, I've seen Lucic just like dunk with his teeth, yeah. like in, in the EuroLeague. Um, what would you say? Is that just a comparison? I for mean, the next one? It, yeah, it's just the segue before, before we move to the question. Because if you think about it, it's probably either Lucic or Kalinic, I guess. Maybe Bogdan, maybe. But when you see Bogdan compared to all the other NBA stars, he's not really an athletic guy. So the question we got from the godfather of, of Nuggets Reddit, Alec Wynn, is where would you rank the roster from most Serbian to least Serbian? Well, I understood now, I mean, this more. I understood this more as like the 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 spirit of basketball play. Right, I agree. Like, what what yeah. I wanted to say, what I wanted to say is you cannot compare the athleticism of Nuggets players and yeah. use them to to uh, to examine them as a Serbian or non-Serbian players. So what we will concentrate on will be the spirit of the game, the 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 connectiveness and everything else. And so, uh, and just to say, sorry, just to just to mm-hmm. kind of prefacize when people are listening and and watching, it's not. This is not like who's the best or who we like the most because he's that's the right. most European. It's just like what would knowing like our culture and our our style of play, which again proved not to be that like it proved to be a little rigid for the for the style of play in modern basketball right now. So just like the. What what style is it fits more? Not just like so. If we put Michael Porter as like the least Serbian or like second to least Serbian, it's not because he's the worst. It's just the style of it. Like we don't have players that are just that in that crazy shoot. You know, shooting at least like we don't have anymore. Maybe we had in the exactly. Peja so, so, was like that maybe. So the scale will start with one as what Michael Porter is, and and it's then with I guess Nikola Jokic. So let's start player by player and let's start by the third stringers first, if you okay. agree. Okay. So let's go first to Ish Smith. Where would you rank him as a Serbian or a non-Serbian player? Um, Ish Smith, I mean, I, honestly, not that, not that, uh, supr- not that like least. It's more on the, mo- on the, to the most, like maybe five or six, something. Yeah, like five that. would be completely yeah. neutral. So probably six. Probably six. Like I think it's more leaning over to to that like stability. Like he can finish. Like he's not great at three point shots. Like we have sometimes players that are not great, but like are know the game, know their know their tempo. So I would say six. Okay, Christian Brown. Uh, honestly, I mean seven probably. Yeah, maybe because even an eight. Maybe, maybe even an eight, eight like, because he really knows his role. He's not forcing anything. Yeah. So so far. I mean, yeah, yeah. Especially so far. Yeah. Well, so, well, so I, I would say, like, let's. I'm. I'll invoke his Kansas game. Pretty, pretty, like, pretty stable. Like, what we, what you, what would you expect? Like a shooter, shooting guard from home. Like, I would compare him. Like, if he was, um, how it used to be. Like, the there's like Dragan Milosavljevic was was like, um, defensive shooter. Like, obviously, I think Gagi is better than, than Brown, but like. Something like Bronco Lazi. It's like one of those guys who's just like, he's a 3 and D, like knows his role, doesn't veer off from it too much. So I would say like he's on the, on the maybe more than ish. So let's say I'm, I'm going to go seven. You could go eight. Listen, man, I have to, I have to trust you about the Kansas thing because the only Kansas I know of <laughs> is a music group that I really like. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's fine for me. Okay. Next up, next up, Vladko. 
I think it's like a nine nine point nine. Like it's, it's just he's just not playing for us. Like that's the only that's the only one. Like why is not? So. I'll go. Maybe. I mean, I'll go. To, I'm going ten because like he's not. Even though he's not like if we obviously if Jokic is the the max, like he is playing for Serbia and he's Serbian, so like no one then can be ten. But let's say he's out of the loop. Like Vladko is a ten. Like it's easily. I agree. Let's leave. Zeke for now as a third stringer, what would you say about him? Uh, a... Zeke, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, he's comparable to some of the guys we've had. Like, again, like interestingly enough, um, I think I'm, I'm always like, if I'm when I'm doing this right now, it's like I'm picturing them in the lineups with other Serbian players and how they can fit. Um, I'm, I'm comfortable with an with an eight, honestly. Like he can defend, like he knows how to shoot from the outside, like he's reliable there, like doesn't doesn't mess up. Like he can, he's high high energy. Like who could I compare him to? From us, we don't have. I don't think we had a center like that that was that way, like a shooter. But we've had like the you know guys that are that bulky and like can do this stuff. So let's go with an eight. I agree. I agree. Did we miss somebody else from the third stringers? I think there is one more guy we haven't mentioned. I don't, I'm not thinking about uh, Jack White. He is uh, on the outside looking in. Uh, who is no, those are pretty much. I mean, Peyton Watson. Oh, Peyton Watson. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a, yeah, well, he's a I guess. one probably. <laughs> For now. For, For now. now, yeah. yeah. For now. Yeah, Jack White would probably be like an eight. Yeah, something close, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, Mainly we're looking at non-athletic style of play. <laughs> that's, that's just serving him. That's that's fair. That's fair. Okay, let's now move to Bones Highland. Uh, that's that, I mean that's honestly. Uh, I mean, Teodos is the one that like messes with me because he's that he, we yeah. have that that like lucid like he can just playmaker style. So I'd put put Bones at like two. Fair. Uh, because again, it, this is not like a this is the, the, none of these are criticisms. This is just a style because he's so. Different, different style. Like his one-on-one style, like he's so good that it would, like, it would be a shame to just bog him down into like play, play for the, you know, play for the extra pass and stuff. Like it just, it would be. That, that's why I think, like, also this is a criticism of our style right now is that it's not perfect because we've seen us lose to teams with a little bit of more like flair. That's uh, right. So, so yeah, I would say, I would say that's a that he's a he's a two. There's no right way to play basketball. The right yeah, way yeah, yeah, is the yeah. winning way. Yeah, exactly. And who wins this season, that will be the right way for that season. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Okay. Uh, let's see Bruce Brown. Well, that's a nine for me. Like that Versailles, I said, I said I loved him. And because of that versatility, not 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 too much of a discussion for me there. Just he, he knows how to do everything on the court. Uh, shoots like when he when he when he you know when it's like good good for the shot not just to shoot it so I'd say him, I'd say he's right there yeah probably Kalinic is probably the closest yeah yeah, to him, say, I, yeah. Guess. I mean he's short I think he's shorter than Kalinic but like yeah that's, yeah but stronger probably yeah well well I don't know I, I would I don't know <laughs> Kalinic is <laughs> a beast uh, we, we have to invite them to the fist fight. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. that's popular right now in the Oof. NBA. <laughs> <That's not. laughs> we know we know Kurija is the strongest. <laughs> no, that's right. That's we know right. he's the he's the when he when he rips the ball out of Giannis's hands like it's nothing. That's 
he's got the, he's got the old old man strength. Uh, what's I, next? I, I'm not commenting when I completely agree with you. I will comment. Yeah, if, sure, sure, sure. If I have sure. a big disagreement, Davon Reed. Uh, I'd say, I'd say he's a five. Like he's kind of neutral. I think he can fit That's into right. a lot of teams uh, in Europe, and and he can. Like we've seen him kind of do the one on one takeover in the G leagues. And like, just be a part of the team, like in in uh, for the Nuggets. So it's, it's kind of there. Maybe like, maybe it's even more like closer to like the the, the Serbia. Let's have a scale at least. Like, I think it's neutral. I think we he could play for Serbia, but he, but I can see him also not and play for like another team and just like for one of the Bulgaria teams and just like start shooting all over the place. So I think like he can. He, that's why it's like on on the scale in the middle. I agree. He would be a star in the Euroleague. I'm pretty sure of that. And, be pretty uh, good. I don't know. If, I don't know if a st- again, like it depends. Like I haven't seen him that that like on the ball, but like it would be pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. He and his shot looks pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes in the coming days. Okay. Who's next? Jeff uh, Green. Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Ah, uh, well, that's uh, he's he's a he's a six. Because I'm trying to, because yeah, he is too athletic to be Serbian. Uh, that I mean, because he's just he's just insane. Uh, but yeah. like a lot of this stuff when he when he plays with Jokic, how he like uses these cuts and these different, I think is like closer to six maybe than let's let's start let's say a four because I'm I'm trying picturing his like turnaround jumpers and a lot of this like one on one stuff that that that's really mm-hmm. like would separate him from that from our style. Like that's more like a like a nicer Hooper Hooper. Uh, I agree. Three or a four is a, is yeah. a good, good one for him. DeAndre Jordan. Now this is an interesting one. I mean, the problem with DeAndre Jordan, there's is nobody. He, is he any is he any different than Kuzmich? Like in, <laughs> like how he was? Not not like maybe now, but when he's in in his prime, like he's just athletic. But like the stuff that he you know is a center, like an old, he just screens in in dunk center. Like it's close to what we had. But but I'd, I'd, let's I'd, let's go with the three. Like just. Because he was like, inc- in, you know, incredibly athletic, and but not involved. Even in today, any... even today, he's yeah, but he's not involved still. in the offense. Like he doesn't, yeah. he, you know, he's just a finisher, and we need for our centers like if he's double teamed or at least something from the low post, so, so he can do. Okay, <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. It's a, it's a pretty low. I mean, it's mostly to be honest, it's not fair, but it's mostly because of his crazy athleticism. We know. <laughs> existed before but even now when he jumps and and goes for those dunks those are pretty pretty awesome yeah and you you will not see that among serbian players very yeah. often okay let's go with the starters and the fifth option kcp um that's well it's also like interesting with how lucic was playing and like if maybe like a seven so for, well actually uh, well like i because i have to like right now for the nuggets what he's doing is a seven but his stuff in in uh, in college and like even in Lakers sometimes in Washington, that's more of like a, he can be like an individual type of player. But let's say let's say a six for him again. He reminds me of of Gagi Milosavljevic. Um, so let's go with that. Okay. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. I, I agree guy, with yeah. that. I agree with. Of course, he is. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sad he didn't have a. A better career because of all the injuries yeah. he says he has sustained during years. Yeah, KCP, okay. yeah, KCP reminds me of him a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So let's now go to go to go to Aaron Gordon. 
<clears throat> okay, before we go to Aaron Gordon, <laughs> would you would you agree that he was? I mean, Jokic wasn't really trying that hard in that first uh, preseason game. Was Aaron Gordon the best Nugget? In yeah, he was within his. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was because he was doing what he was supposed to do. Like he wasn't worse than last year. He fit in back into like that when he got traded. You know, st- style and you know, honestly, shot looks a little bit cleaner. Maybe that's just it looks every year, but you might even look a little bit leaner. I don't know, maybe it's the white jerseys; they're kind of slimming. But he just looked maybe like they threw me off because I thought Drummond also looked leaner uh, in a white jersey yesterday. So maybe who knows? Um, yeah, he was. I think it was was best. Like he's he's in good good form. I think. Um, I think he's well. He's he's a nine to me. Like he's very close to to the max. Just again, how he played with Jokic last year alone. Well, last almost like season and a half, like is bumping him up that high because what he was doing in Orlando, no, definitely yeah. not. But how he's adapting, like he actually plays, I think he's he's closer to to like the Serbian style. I agree. I mean, Aaron Gordon is a is a ten in most Serbs' uh, eyes. I've I've talked to and Adam talked to many people in <laughs> Serbia when they were visiting, and he was shocked by the 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 how much the Serbs appreciate Aaron Gordon's game. On the Nuggets. Okay, Michael Porter, we said one. We, we will not dwell on that. Jamal Murray. Yeah, and that's, again, again, got to remind people, it's not a, it, that's not an insult. Like, it's just uh, Absolutely style. not. Absolutely not. He's so incredible, like, sing- individually. And he just, again, we've so many times we've talked about it. It's just not how he, used to, how he grew up playing. Like, he was so good always that it was stupid in, in high schools where he was playing to not have him have every possession because he was so better. And, you know, if that's maybe that was like a uh, we call that like a bear favor, like when it's just it's it maybe not was the not wasn't the best for him in the future because he didn't learn some of this other stuff. But it, it he's so incredible. I can't blame anyone for like being like, hey, just do your thing, like score 40 a game. And that's why it's just right now he's not on the on that like style of play because that's like almost this could have been almost like from the sp- least the most spurs to the least spurs. And that's right. That yeah. that's actually the right comp. We have a uh, comment here from JD one two three saying that would you give Luka Doncic a two as well because you gave such a low number to Bones Highland? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> what Luka does has nothing to do with Serbian or Yugoslav yeah. basketball. It's yeah. it's a completely different. And again, not an it's insult. not a bad thing. Luka <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. the most amazing basketball player one of the best basketball players and also like because we're serbian doesn't mean i don't like to watch like that's right all all the time like i'm not it's not like something i would turn on first as far as luca and dallas is concerned but it's not like i'm i don't like i dislike him because he doesn't play the serbian way again i've said like we lost in the freaking euros in the eighth you know eighth round or whatever around 16 like it okay we're not perfect (laughs) thank you to all of the guys giving these awesome questions. Jamal? I, uh, we, uh, oh, we didn't say Jamal? Yeah, we didn't. No, it was Murray. Oh, Jesus. Jamal. What do you think? I have no idea with him. Like, I think he's like a three, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Because he knows four. Jokic, maybe but it's still four. like, yeah, it's still that, It's. I mean, it's still that individual. He knows pick and roll, but it's not the same. What would like he just, be if he's not on the Nuggets? He would be a one. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> I mean, he's but he so awesome. It's yeah, it's awesome. Well, few few people that are like wrink, throwing wrinkles into the the thing of like this, 
at least like Pedis Takovic can easily we can say like okay Michael Porter as, right. as in like the shooter like you just let him cook and he cooks in many ways like yeah and, and so that that also so on that level that's why it's like interesting you talk about because then we're basically taking off these like incredibly individual performers again Teodosic was similar way like if you if you have Teodosic in your head then Murray Bones all these guys are like you know the they, they can do individual like he does. They can throw crazy passes like he, you know, not like he can, but like to the point where in the pick and roll. So again, it's it's smorgasbord. But let's say like if you go in with the mean, like the average, those guys are like probably you know on the on the low Serbian angle, like Serbian basketball. Yes. So. Okay, let's now storm through the last I two segments. Sweated, real, real I sweated quick. through these questions. I have to like <laughs> take to take a breath. Like it's tricky. Like not. Try not to offend anyone. <laughs> First one, it will only take a minute. Nugget stat of the week. Every week, I'll try to find a stat nobody's brave enough to talk about, or more realistically, a stat so bizarre nobody wants to talk about. So Jack White played only five minutes and 34 seconds on the court against Chicago. Uh, he, as Harrison mentioned last night, out-rebounded both Zeke Naji and Jeff Green in those minutes. But let's see his plus-minus stat. So the Nuggets were plus four with him on the court and minus 22 without him. So shout out to all the homies down under. Jack White, I love that guy. <laughs> he's, he's great. I like him too. Especially when they like learn that he's like the best shooter, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's, I, I agree. Like awesome this story. was, um, I, I like, there was like a fun question asked, like Lee Serbimos. I'm looking through the question, through the comments. I agree. Like it could have been probably framed like, most team basketball, least team basketball, I guess. Um, and but but the, but that's the thing is like when you, I, I think like when you, I mean it's not a stereotype, but like when you generalize, in general, like it's we everyone when you ask the Ser, you know us Serbians, what what what's the style of Yugoslav basketball? It's like it's team basketball, and I, I mean and you you know JD it's mentioned just, it's just distilling into one main component. It's yeah, not the yeah, only yeah. component, but it is a main exactly because because I see like mentioned like Dali Pogic, uh, you know Kachamovic, Drajan Petrovic, like of course these guys are, but they also were playing for the team. It wasn't just solo, uh, even though they could do that. So I'm like you know again don't just same way like he is singular, but he's singular in that like heliocentric style of basketball that everyone else fits around him. And with even Jokic is so, so good that he was also fitting to the team. It wasn't just the team fitting around him completely. That's what, it, that's what I was saying. Like I sweated through my, through my shirt just to try to like tiptoe around these things. Cause like it's, it, it's, there's no like perfect answer. So I apologize if, if I insulted yeah. anyone, like it, this not, is not a scientific podcast. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. a scientific podcast. So what you going to do? Okay. Yeah. For the very end, Nuggets NBA trivia. Every other week, we'll alter alternate between Nuggets and general NBA trivia, and we'll ask the live audience to participate in it. This week, we'll start off with Nuggets trivia. Let's list the five guys with the best assist-to-turnover ratio for the last regular season, so 2021-2022. Minimum 40 games played. I don't want to get any stats about Ray John Tucker or whatever. So I, I want to concentrate on God, guys that actually <laughs> played last season. So five guys with the best assist to turnover ratio. And I will not give you Montemoris. Everybody knows he is number one on this list. So the other four guys we, we are trying okay, to... Screw to you. I knew that one. <laughs> of course. 
everybody knew it's it's Monte. So who are the other four guys? What do you um, think? Uh, Gordon. Gordon is not on the list. Whoa, he's actually okay. not even sixth. I, 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 don't, I don't remember where he is, but he's not not near the top. So minimum 40 games turnover turnover ratio. Uh, God, who was on the team last year? Barton? Barton, it is. He is number five on this list with 2.17 assists per, per turnover. I'm trying to remember. Good. Faku? Faku, yeah, that's a good guess. He is number three with... 3.28. I forgot to mention that Monte had 4.27. What a monster. To, to, to turnover ratio. Which uh, still need only two guys. So, okay, I got... One, I got one of them is... A I got fifth and third. Nice. Okay, so I'm going to use raise Bones, I guess. He's the one. Yes, the yeah. and I think Bones is a pretty big surprise here because of his, you know, uh, manic style of play. I was a bit surprised that he is among the top guys. Is he fourth or second? He's fourth. Fourth, He's okay. fourth with 2.22. 2.22. So Jokic, is he? No, he's number six. No, I was, okay, I thought... He okay, is, I he's I still can't remember what at we the top, about. but not among the best ones. No, among the best. Okay. So, so I, will, I will help you with this number two. No, so no, no, this... no, 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 no. Let, okay. let, me, let me try. Okay. Let me try to go through the roster. Because uh, we had... Demonte, Gordon... Jeff Green. <laughs> oh, he doesn't nope. pass. He doesn't pass. Uh, yeah, but that's a good thing. If you don't pass, you yeah, will not fair. lose the ball as well. Well, who's I think I don't know if Boogie played 40 games. Boogie? No, no, Boogie That'd didn't be play too 40 much. games. I swear if it's if no Vlad couldn't play 40, Zeke didn't play 40, Devon didn't play 40. Uh who was last year? PJ didn't play 40. I don't even yeah, know. I'm, I will yeah, help you. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is Davon Reed. Davon Reed did oh, it play is. 40 he forty. Yeah, okay. and he had three point thirty-one assists per turnover, which is pretty pretty good. I know it's not big numbers, but it's oh, always the, smart do, if you, do you don't pass it? the ball. Yeah, too do much. you know the total assist numbers for him? Oh, I don't have it. because well, uh, he had like I remember when he showed up the first few games, he had like four or five assists in each of those games and didn't have a lot of points, but like he was, he passed a decent amount, decent amount. I agree with that. Let me see if I can see. Yeah, that. Uh, Alexander. Yeah, cool. yeah, we said Faku was third on the list. He did. Play. He played a lot of games. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Well, he he just got cut out of out of rotation the last, for the last yeah, 20, yeah. 20 games or something, maybe yeah. even less. Than cool. That, so, so we have Monte, Monte, Devon, Bones. No, Faku, Bones, Faku, Barton. Bones, and Barton. So, out of these five guys. Only two guys are still on the roster. Okay, nice. thank you very much for awesome. hanging with us for this last 63 minutes. Have a great weekend. And uh, after that, have a great week. Hopefully, we'll have some better better um, uh, games to talk about next yeah. week. And uh, let's Maybe. go Nuggets. Yeah, let's go Nuggets. See the Nuggets. Demo nagetsi, pam 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 pam.